Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jared here with Heat Press Nation, and you are listening to Customizing Culture, the Heat Press Nation podcast. I am joined once again by the OG. You are our <laughs> inaugural guest. Uh, for everybody that doesn't know, this is Chris. What's up, Chris? How's it going, man? Going good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me back. Uh, it's been a long time. It's it been has a been time. a while. What, You've like, done so many guests we've had a lot of guests here yes. that's been fun you've been killing it on the instagram and tiktok game though i've been trying you, I've been you've been busy be you've been busy yeah a little bit dude how's that how's that been working out because i i feel like mm -hmm. the last time we talked here on the podcast you were like so new you're like whoa what, what the heck is all this yeah and then now you're pro dude you you've been I'm pressing some you've been pressing some good stuff okay come on uh, let's tell the, see tell the people tell the people so I feel like right now I've been attempting a lot of items, like new blanks and stuff like that. And it's made it a lot easier to recognize the mistakes I've been making. Like, oh, whether yeah. it's uh, too short time, not enough pressure, not enough temperature, all that, you know, and that comes with experience. So, like, so now you, you have, like, an easier time troubleshooting. I am, yeah, troubleshooting. Yeah. That's the perfect word for it. Yeah. Uh, making sure, like, all the technical issues are correct. And then I also, like, pick up on certain mistakes that I, like, know I messed up on and crossed over. Just because, like, when I'm filming and, like, I'm so focused on getting the right shot that mm -hmm. I'll skip over some basic steps, you know? Yes, dude, that happens. I feel like I feel like that happens every week when we're doing our live stream. Because for those yeah. of you guys who don't know, we have a weekly live stream mm -hmm. that we also do. I feel like I mess up so much more on the live stream than I do when I'm actually pressing mm -hmm. when I'm not live because it's talking through it. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's the multitasking. It's, yeah. Yeah. It, and right? I suck at multitasking. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm really bad. <laughs> I'm it's really bad hard, at it. It's hard, right? You yeah. Have to keep everybody entertained at the same time. Yeah. And I think for even like lives, it's even harder just because like there's no room for error as where if you're recording it, on your own time, you yeah. can edit it in post. Yeah, there's been, and I'm about to spill the secrets, guys. All right, I'm about to spill some sauce. Should I, should I spill some sauce and tea? Spill, spill the sauce. Spill the sauce. So there's been a lot of times <laughs> where I'll mess up live mm -hmm. on on the live stream, mm -hmm. and then I'll say that I did it on purpose, just so to make it seem uh, like 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 it's frozen. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> so this I actually didn't press this long enough on purpose because I wanted to show you guys mm -hmm. how how you know whatever right. And the yeah. truth is, I was like, oh shoot, like I didn't do that right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so and it's perfect because like we have so many happens. like we have so many blanks and like room for error. Yeah. Right. While we're doing the live. Yeah. It just yeah. happened today. Yeah, exactly. Today when, when I was pressing um, the the flask, mm -hmm. it came out all cheap, all sucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, so, you know, here's an example. You know, if, if you ever miss <laughs> something, you got to turn it, it into off. an example. Yeah. yeah. And that's just that's just the name of the game. That's just how it goes. You're really good at that. We're just rolling oh, it off. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. If I mess up here in this podcast, I'm it's because I meant it, all right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a planned accident. Yeah, exactly. Well, what does Bob Ross call him, the painting guy? I, I have with no the curly clue. hair. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Sorry. who Bob Ross is, but I don't know. What happy accidents. Is. He calls him happy. happy like if he like slips on his paintbrush, oh, he'll just like turn okay, it into okay. a bird or a tree or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I have heard of that actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he does. He does his little happy accidents. Well, he did. He is dead now, unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately. He is passed on to the other. But his legacy lives on. His art, yes. His, his legacy, his art lives on. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, man. So, so now that you're kind of like settled into your role here. Mm -hmm. Like, do you feel that you could, like, take more chances and risks with some of the stuff you're doing? Or you, you still feel like the new guy? You have that new guy nervousness? I still do have that new guy nervousness, but I also feel a little bit more comfortable mm -hmm. with just, like, being able to, like, figure things out, use new machines, test new products and everything like that. And 
it is kind of nerve wracking just because you just because of like realizing how much goes into making a video, like how much the blanks yeah. cost, placing the orders of all of that, and then like making the air. It just feels like it feels like you're throwing money down the drain. But I think that for every business owner that's starting out there right now, they're they'll run into those accidents as well. Yes, and it's like growing pains, right? Like exactly, it, it's a big part of like learning a new skill because mm-hmm. like. Like, for example, in one of my classes that I gave, I, I was telling telling the people, probably some of you guys are watching or listening right now, but I was mentioning that, like, hey, like, you're, you're buying, like, let's say you're buying a white toner printer. That's, like, a $5,000 printer minimum. Yeah. And then you're buying, you know, a pack of paper, 250 bucks, mm-hmm. right? And then after, you know, your heat press, another $1,000, whatever it is. Yeah. You're six, seven grand into this equipment. You can't cheap out when it comes to, like, if, if you burn through, like, 40, 50 bucks worth of T-shirts and materials, mm-hmm. like, hey, that... You can't just all of a sudden start cheaping out yeah. when it comes time to, to practicing and learning. Exactly. And so, like, it's, uh, you know, you, you mentioned, it, oh, it feels like I'm throwing away money. It's an investment, really. It really it's, it's, is. For us, it's like, hey, the company is investing in you to make sure that you know what the heck you're doing. Yeah. And then for the people out there who are starting their own businesses, it's like, no, you're investing in yourself to make sure that you can get to the point where you put out a good product. Like, you're perfecting your craft, essentially. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad I, I I seen your stuff now, and it's like looks so good. Thank you. So thank it's you. like it looks it. like you've been doing it for years. So good oh, job. I want to say that. I yeah, still, oh yeah. I still get a little ghosting effect. <laughs> I still amazed, but you know it's. But you meant better. it, right? I meant it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just to show what could happen, right? If you didn't do it correctly. Oh, that's really funny, man. Well, mm-hmm. you know what's cool? So since you've been on, mm-hmm. we have had a bunch of guests. Mm-hmm. Which has been really, really cool. I've got, I've, I feel like it's super cool because I got to talk to a bunch of people. Yeah. That first of all, I wouldn't have normally gotten to talk to, mm-hmm. and then second, like, really good insight. There's been like a lot of like common themes that I've noticed through the podcast. That like, it's like, oh yeah, it's like speaking to me, like, as a small business owner. Yeah. And as someone who's like trying, trying to to get the t-shirt business uh, off the ground again. Mm-hmm. It's a dude. It's like really cool. I think the one that like totally just like blew my mind. Um, and it wasn't just Lee Stewart. Um, it's been a couple people. I know Reyes touched up. I think pretty much everybody so far at this point, Brando, I don't want to go, go through the names, but like, mm-hmm. cause I'll forget somebody, but like, um, was talking to, to Lee Stewart and I said, and, uh, he was talking about how like organizing his life is like the cheat code Yeah. for like, like just like, boom, like just progressing. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was huge. That was like my biggest takeaway from the podcast so far is like organization is the cheat code. It really is. Yeah. Has, have there been any, like anything like that you've kind of thought on or like, oh yeah, that was pretty cool. Like from any, any of the guests we've had. Yeah, I think a lot of the guests, like, they do different things. Like, for example, Lee Stewart owns, like, a screen printing shop, yeah, right? Yeah. And then Big Brando has his own, like, clothing, and he does, like, mobile detailing on the side. And it's just, like, with all those different businesses and different business models, they all share, like, a similar, like, backbone, essentially. Yeah, they do. Like, yeah. even and, though everybody's mm-hmm. different. Oh, sorry to cut you off. Like, like even yeah. though everybody's different. They're all kind of the same at the core. Yeah, like, it's kind of ki- weird. Exactly. They're all kind of like they all have the same like fire within them. Yeah. And yeah. it's based around organization around because they all have families, right? Mm-hmm. They all have significant others, stuff like that. And they all dedicate their time like they, they block it out like extremely specific and detailed. And yeah. it's just something that I admire, really. Yeah, especially for how they 
talking to the family guys yeah. um, and girls and girls, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but talking talking to the family people. Yeah. Like how they were how they were talking about how they would block out fi- time, sorry, block out time for their family. Exactly. Like you don't just have family time when you can, you make family time. Yeah. Like you gotta make it happen. And then for me, that was like really important because right now my son doesn't care. He's mm-hmm. a couple months old. <laughs> but so I'm he, sure your wife would like she she, she does, yeah. She wants you to like, yeah, be Oh, there. for sure, for yeah. sure. And then I don't want what I don't want to do is have bad habits of being like a workaholic, mm-hmm. never being home and having family time. And then next thing I know, my son's like fourteen. He's like no, dad, screw you. I'm out of here. Like, yeah, you know, balance like, is key, right? Yeah. You want to make sure you enjoy those moments because it's for yourself. It's for your family. You know, you can't just like, if you're just doing all work and no play, then what's the point of life, right? Dude, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's so well put. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like even, and then you you tell me this. So you're not a, you're not married. No. But you're not single. I'm not single. So like, like what's, what's like your threshold for like, like too much work, like not enough play time. Like how important is it for you to have, like a good balance of like enjoying life and hey we all got to put in our hours yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's so important because honestly like working from monday to friday and then i like taking the weekends off Mm -hmm. but i also do like putting in work on the weekends for like my own side hustle and business and stuff like that because i do feel like everybody needs to like continue adding to themselves and continue building themselves up and growing on top of just the job that you're working at you know what what kind of stuff are you doing like on the weekends? Like how are you? Like what are you? If you don't mind sharing, yeah, of course. Like what kind of like, of like building are you doing? Yeah, so recently I started like just bringing a camera everywhere, mm-hmm. kind of like shooting like daily like journal vlog content. Oh, that's sick. That's yeah, sick. yeah. And then I also like do music on my TikTok, so mm-hmm. I want to incorporate like a kind of song journal because I've seen people do like daily vlogs, but I want to mm-hmm. turn it into like a song journal. With that's cool. Things I've been doing. That's like cool. That. Do you do like originals, covers? Originals. Nice. Yeah, okay. just writing lyrics and stuff like that. That's cool. It's kind of like a creative outlet and you know, it really helps yeah. me decompress and de stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you hypothetically, let's just say get discovered, music takes off. Yeah. Do you would you want that to turn into a job? Like would like or would you be excited for like, oh yeah, I get to turn my my passion into my living? Or are you just kind of trying to keep it like, hey, this is just my side thing? Yeah, for sure. I think I think it would be dope to like make something you love into a job. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the day, it would still be a job and it would kind of take the love out of it. So I think in every aspect, whether it's music, art, selling T-shirts, right, you really have to love it if you, if you want to do it as a job, yeah. right? Because you don't want to be miserable and then, yeah, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We was talk- when we were talking with Reyes, yeah. we asked him, like, hey, who should not be starting a T-shirt business? Mm-hmm. And it, it, I, I liked his answer. I don't remember exactly everything he said right now off the top of my head. But I know some of the stuff that he touched on was, like, uh, if you're not creative, don't do it. If you don't like it, don't do it. Yeah. Which is huge because, like, it is a lot of work to, mm-hmm. like, just and just talking about like, T-shirts. Like, it's a lot of work. One thing I know, because uh, I'm a musician, too. Yeah. One thing I noticed that, like, it, like if you don't have patience, don't be a musician either because you got to sit there and like I don't know if you edit your own stuff like in your own yeah I do like yeah like clicking dragging like mm-hmm. going through all like the to me like it, it's fun to play music but to record and edit yeah and mix mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, where the work aspect dude, comes in right yes mm-hmm. so like that part is not fun at all yeah. well, it can be a little fun it's not really that fun 
it's really not that fun. It's like tedious, right? And it like is. to everything, like even making t-shirts, like the weeding aspect probably isn't fun if you're doing oh, it like that. 10 times for like 25 orders. Yep. But the creating the final product is what really satisfies. Right. Like even right. if it's a t-shirt design that I love and I'm mm -hmm. so excited that somebody paid good money for it. Yeah. Of course, making money is fun. When I'm there weeding, I'm like, dude, do I even want to do this anymore? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like questioning yeah. my whole life. I uh -huh. hate that. That's why I haven't done it since like <laughs> <laughs> since like the first podcast. That's that why we you're did. all sublimation now, huh? Yeah, I really dude, am. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because like when I first started, I was scared of sublimation mm -hmm. just because like every time I did it, it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, this is whack. Like <laughs> I'd rather go back to the vinyl, like take my time. And then I was yeah. like, okay, this is not cutting it. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for all my vinyl designs, I, mm -hmm. I try to design with weeding in mind. Mm -hmm. So I'll add like little lines and cuts and pockets and I'll use certain oh, fonts okay. that I know are gonna be easier to weed. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Anything to reduce the weeding time. Mm -hmm. I'm all I'm all about it. Yeah, like big bubble letters. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> those are right. I'm so glad those like groovy like 70s style bubble letters are coming back. Yeah. They're so easy to weed. So easy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know what I hate are the the thin little uh the Thin little fancy fonts. Yeah, those can die. Kind of like the Vogue, like the. the I'm a, is yeah. it sans serif or is it serif? I those are it's, it's a serif font. It's a serif font. Yeah, okay, yeah. like the, the really thin. Mm -mm, mm -hmm. mm -mm. Yeah, I hate weeding that stuff. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's really terrible. Um, but yeah, like like, dude, the podcast so far for me, if nobody listens to it, and thank God, you know, we do have people listening, which is really, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Uh, really awesome actually that people would you know take their time and, and listen to what we have to say and yeah. hear our conversations but like that's cool but even for me just being a host here i feel like i've learned so so much and i've gotten so much mm -hmm. uh just in the in the few episodes that we've done already so that's been pretty cool were the guests that you've watched like lee stewart big brando reyes for example mm -hmm. were they all what you expected they're all better they're all better yeah, and then there's a couple there's a couple people that I'd only followed. So, like, it's funny. You name those three guys. Those yeah. are the three that I've been following the longest. I've been working with Brando since 2017. Oh, wow. And I've been working with Reyes since mm -hmm. 2018. Okay. I've, I've met Reyes. I've met Reyes once or twice. I had actually never met Brando up until that day. Mm -hmm. So those were special experiences uh, in and of themselves. Uh, and then you have people that we have on the pod that I've only recently uh started like following them or their channels um like simply sally dude she's mm -hmm. amazing yeah uh and then uh so to actually talk to her i was like oh dude and i felt like like it's like you know how you have the, the bands that you've been listening to since you were like a like a kid mm -hmm. and then you have like the new bands that you like just discovered yeah and you're like oh cool like like dude you're pumped to talk to either of them so like simply sally that was a really cool conversation um and then also Mount's Crafty Corner. That oh, one, yeah, yeah. she's probably my newest follow, I would say. Okay. Um, so it's like the newest band I just discovered, right? Yeah. Um, so so that was really cool. I really liked her her, her insight on like taking care of yourself, protecting mm -hmm. your peace and stuff like that. That stuff yeah, yeah. was like really, really incredible. And then John Phenom, my gosh. Dude, just the fact that he worked at osiris which is an old skate shoe company for all the you young guns who oh don't know. okay I, I didn't even know what Osiris. there was, was. a shoe and he, i really wanted to bug him about it more but i didn't want to be uh i just didn't feel the conversation going that way i yeah. personally i really wanted to ask him a lot about yeah about the osiris d3 so dude the osiris d3 look it up look it up the osiris d3 
was a shoe that was everywhere when I was a kid. And it was expensive. I want to say even back then in the year 2002, maybe 2003 or something like that. Oh, what are these? Dude, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Yes. So that shoe was everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. You go to the skate park, it was there. Mm-hmm. You'd go to Disneyland. Not everywhere. Every Dude, all the cool kids had Osiris D3s on. Okay. And they were expensive. They were at least 100 bucks, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And this is... You know, 20 years ago or so. So it's even more expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's no way in, in heck I was going to get a pair of Osiris D3s. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, like, I had to pretend I didn't like them. It's uh, like, oh, yeah, no, those are those are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but I really, really freaking yeah. wanted a pair. And so anyway, so he, so so just the fact that he was on the team that was working there at that time, to me, blows my mind. Because mm-hmm. that's like, that sh- in, in the skate community, like, that shoe is just iconic, for better or for worse. And so, uh, so yeah, so that was really cool. I wanted to ask him about that, but I didn't. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll bug him again yeah. another time. Hit him in the DM. Yeah, but John Finham, another new follow that yeah. like, I'm gonna say new like within the past like year, I started following it. And oh, okay. Just, just kind of you know checking out his content and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so just like really cool. And I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody for goodness sake, but um, yeah, just the different combos. Not that it's a competition, mm-hmm. but uh, I think Lee is probably just the one that stands out only because I've I've. Not followed him the longest, but I've probably watched more hours of his videos okay, than any sense. of my other guests. And that's yeah. just is, is what it is. And it's like something completely, not something completely different from his videos, but it's him as a person rather than his content. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which was, you know, what's, but you know, what's cool about him and what, what really, what has been really cool about a lot of the guests that we've have, if not all of them, mm. I'm trying to remember like who we've recorded at this point. Also these, these episodes released for all of you guys watching. If I didn't mention your name, these episodes are releasing out of order. <laughs> so I might've said a name that hasn't episode that hasn't aired yet. Sneak peek. Sneak peek. Or might've not mentioned your name. And that's because I haven't interviewed you yet. So please, please. Don't hate me. I'm, I'm making a ton of people mad at me right now. All of our it's guests. Okay. They'll understand. <laughs> They'll have to understand. They have to understand. Yeah, yeah. but no, but it's, it's been a blast. It's been super cool. That's great. Good to hear. Yeah. So, oh, so I did have a, I did have a, something that I kind of wanted to talk about today Uh-oh. on our pod before we go. Okay. Oh, we still got time. We're doing good on time. Oh, yeah. Before we go, I had this question and mm-hmm. I, re- I don't know if you were the one who asked me, um, but somebody here had asked me, and I thought it, was, it would be really interesting to take a peek on the podcast. And that was, how much do you think people make on Etsy? Oh. Yeah. No, like, that, that's something I'm actually very curious in because it's like, should I start my own Etsy shop? You know? Dude, <laughs> like, right? So I was like anti-Etsy for a long time. Uh-huh. I, uh, we had the interview with, um, with Mel and she was like, oh, yeah, she's yeah. not on Etsy either. But then we have the interview with uh, Sally. And then mm-hmm. Sally was like, no, nah, dude, Etsy's my jam. And I'm like, shoot. Yeah. What do I do? Cause I, I heard was, they do have fees, though. They correct? do have fees. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I mean, if it wasn't making money, no one would do it. That's true. And everyone's doing it. That's true. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of take a look. Let's find out. Okay, cool. So I found a shop that I wanted to check out. And this is really just, like, I wanted to get an unsponsored link mm-hmm. because but when you when you sponsor a post on Etsy, then it like um, it just adds to the cost. Oh, OK. okay. So hold on. Let me. Uh, oh, so they can change like the price of it, whether it's sponsored or not sponsored. 
Well, so if you sp- if you if you sponsor a post, mm-hmm. then that means you're paying for that sponsorship. So your cost for that sale is higher than it would be otherwise. Okay. So I didn't want to do that just because my brain math, got no it. bueno. Got it. Got okay. It. I just sent it to you. So yeah, so so all I did was I looked up coffee mug mm-hmm. on Etsy, right? And then I went to one to one of the first uh, unsponsored links. Yeah. Uh, and then I found this seller, and I don't. We're not going to mention their name just because we didn't ask them permission That's if fine. we could use them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, but basically, um, it's a coffee mug with a customization. On one side, it has a heart. With a name inside, and then on the other side, it has like a floral monogram um, on the okay, other side. Okay, yeah, I see that. Yeah, you see that yeah. one? Yeah. So for the white 11-ounce mug, they're charging thirteen twenty-four. Okay. Plus eight ninety-nine shipping and handling, which I think – oh, and this shop has, as of today, has 4,072 sales. Wow. Since 2018. 4,000. I can't even do the math. Oh, don't worry. I, I, I wrote, I wrote down some of the, well, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to open up my calculator and we're going to do some math. Okay. So for this mug, and I think we're going to show, I don't know if we could show it on screen. I might make like a, a similar one to show on screen. Yeah. We could do like a pop-up pop-up like okay. overlay. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, looking at this mug. Mm-hmm. All right. If, if this seller is buying their stuff from heat press nation, the blank mug, if you buy an 11 ounce Subcraft mug, it's a dollar 81. Mm-hmm. You could fit two of those prints on a single sheet of text print DT light. Mm-hmm. So for half a sheet of DT light, it's eight cents. How much does it come with the DT light? How many papers? How many you sheets? get you get one hundred and ten sheets for like sixteen ninety nine. Oh, okay. So like each sheet costs you like sixteen cents, okay, or so something like that. And then and then if you're printing two per sheet, you're using half a sheet. Mm-hmm. So eight cents for paper. Mm-hmm. The ink on this, honestly, it's not a lot of ink. I would personally estimate it at like 15 cents. Wow. Of ink. Okay. So, and then heat tape. I didn't even want to count heat tape, but you, being fair, heat tape, a nickel? A heat nickel. tape is cheap, and dude, it, it lasts forever. That's fair. So, I think, I, I don't think it's really going to cost five cents of mm-hmm. heat tape, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, I'm more or less. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then in Etsy fees. So, Etsy charges you 20 cents a listing. So just to post something on Etsy, you're paying twenty cents, and then they charge you six and a half percent of your sale. Just not not just the, the cost, mm. but the shipping and handling. Okay. So not counting the shipping and handling because that's taking care of that, but just so twenty cents plus six and a half percent of thirteen twenty four comes out to a dollar oh seven. That they're taking. That they're taking from out the of your from the thirteen twenty four. Which isn't bad. It's not bad. Right. When you, I mean, because you don't have to pay for like a website, you don't have to pay for mm-hmm. any of that stuff. So I mean, it's not the end of the world. And all you have to do is just post the picture and. Yeah, but you know what's funny is if she's sold four thousand sales, that's four thousand dollars that she's paid Etsy in the past couple of years. Oh. So I don't know. Is your website costing you four thousand? Let's well, just say how it how averages. Much, how much total um, was she making? Uh well okay so if, if she's paying a dollar oh seven in Etsy fees yeah per sale let's just imagine per uh-huh. sale a dollar oh seven times four thousand seventy two a dollar oh seven times four thousand seventy two is four thousand three hundred fifty seven dollars and four cents 
that she's paying. That's the bare minimum that she's paid to Etsy. Okay. In reality, it's probably a lot more because she has different products. I say she. I don't even know if it's a she. Just, yeah. the, <laughs> just the style of the shop lends yeah, the, me the to shop. assume. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to assume anyone's gender. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So if we add up $1.81 for the mug, mm-hmm. uh, $0.08 cents for the paper, uh, $0.15 cents for the ink, Five cents for the heat tape, mm-hmm. and a dollar oh seven for Etsy fees. Um, that's three dollars and sixteen cents. Okay, that means the profit per mug is ten dollars and eight cents. That's good. That's good. That's, that's really good, Dude, actually. Yeah. I want to quit and start my mug business again. Like I'm gonna quit this podcast. No, I'm, I'm I, not I might quit. start <laughs> doing that actually. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, so I thought that was that that, that that's that's, that's mm-hmm. a trip. Ten dollars and eight cents a mug, and thirteen is also on the lower side, isn't it? It is on the lower side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I actually really like what this shop is doing, because like they have their template right, mm. and when you because I went through the whole process. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so like like creating it through their shop. Yeah. So you put like just you give them the name, and then they they do all the work, but it's a template. So like, you don't get to tell this shop like I want this in green, I want this in blue, oh, I want the name below. Okay. No, it's just you just type in the name and then they. It's a template Which that makes they already it way have. easier on Super on the back easy. end, dude. Right. The more and this is my experience like uh-huh. as a shop owner, the more customization options customers have, yeah, more of a headache it is to actually fulfill the product. Yeah, like it sucks. Like you know what I, I like it because it's a lot of money at one time, mm-hmm. but it's such a pain is doing team jerseys. Oh, really? Yeah, because, yeah, everybody has the same logo on the front, but everyone has a different name and number on the back. Yeah. And you have to make sure the right name matches the right number, matches the right size oh, of T-shirt. okay, okay. So it's, like, three things that can go wrong. You're just adding more variables. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so that, like, it, and it's good because, you know, a team, there's 12, 15, 20, 20 kids, mm-hmm. plus, or plus coaches and whoever. So, you know, so it's a big order at once, which I like. I'd rather make a bunch of money at once than... Okay, yeah, that actually makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah so, but then, like, it, it's a hassle. Yeah. It is. And then you always have to buy extra stuff because you're going to mess up at least once. Mm-hmm. It's just how it goes. For sure. Yeah. But, dude, $10.08 a mug. So if the shop has 4,072 sales times $10.08... That's forty. Uh-huh. $41,045.76. Since, and when did they Since start? Since 2018. 2018. That's five. So divided by five, 8200 bucks a year. It's not bad. Oh, it's not, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Now, okay. It's not a main job, right? Right, right. I'm not going to, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to quit my job for eight grand uh-huh. a year. But I think, I think the number is way higher than that. Only because on Etsy, when it tells you how many sales they've had, mm-hmm. it doesn't tell you, it's not, They've sold 4,000 items. They've had 4,000 sales. So if people are buying two or three items, they still count as one sale. Oh, that's how that works. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, sh- and so if you, I went through the shop's reviews yeah. before we came on. But like, if you go through, like, there's people like posting pictures. This is one picture of they have like bought like five mugs. So they get like a whole set from that. Yeah. Oh. Especially if, you okay, know, because okay, like okay. bridesmaids stuff, yeah, your kids, yeah. your mom, your sisters, whoever. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah, so I'm sure there's a ton of sales where it's, like, multiple items. And then the price, they this shop recently dropped their mug price to $13.84. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it used even more sales, right? Back, back in 2018, when there mm-hmm. weren't as many mug shops around, I'm yeah. sure that number was higher. Okay. 
So they were making more per mug. Um, and then they have this option. I don't know if you saw it. Um, they have this option where you can use a different mug with like oh, a colored yeah. handle and the color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those ones they charge, I think, like 20 bucks for. Okay. And so like they're the profit on there is like because these ones you're charging thirteen so you're you're getting paid an extra like five fifty for five bucks or it's whatever. like a bigger cup or a bigger mug for a right? bigger mug yeah. but the price difference is only like an extra like dollar or two per mug oh. so you're so they're so just in having people go to the nicer bigger mug yeah like they're making an extra like six bucks a sale I seen that so have you heard of the thing that McDonald's does with their fries what no so you really don't have an option because if you get the large one and it's only 20 cents more than the small, oh. it's like, why wouldn't you just get the large? Right? Yeah. So they're trying to make that price for the large, what is it, a cup? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of Whatever. fries. They're Little trying to thingy. make it seem like it's fair compared to the other prices. But really, they just want you to spend as much as possible. Exactly. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's a trip. That's crazy. Yeah, huh? you just like blew my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but but back to the shop. Like, dude, uh. 40, 40 grand is such a low estimate, honestly. Mm. And this is just because I don't have the hard numbers for it. I don't know what the yeah, shop yeah. does. I would personally estimate probably taking home a lot more than that. Yeah. I would guess if based on this mug, which is like the lowest priced item in the shop, I I would honestly say that they're probably doing closer to like 60 75,000 but like if the shop owner called me up tomorrow and says hey i'm actually doing like way more than that i wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. like i realistically think that like 60 75,000 in the past five years is, yeah. is appropriate and if it's their side hustle because like again okay hold on that's assuming that it's only an sc no promotions right right, right. Yeah. Four thousand sales in five pretty years because they're coming to you yeah mm-hmm. that's 800 they're averaging 800 sales a year Divided by 52, that's 15.3. We'll call it 16 mugs a week. 16 mugs. If you're only working five days a week, 3.2 mugs a day. Easy. So 3.2 mugs a day, that's, like, not a lot of work. Yeah. That's not a lot of work at it's all. Not. Especially if, if you batch them up, and instead of working every day, you're doing, like, hey, Mondays and Thursdays are my mug days. Just and I'll grind work like, out, like, 50 mugs <laughs> Yeah, day. yeah, just, yeah. Just do them in, in you know, in like, two hours. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not bad. It really isn't. That's not bad. Like, so. It's like this little hobby on the side that makes you money. For Play some si- music in the background. Yeah. Right? And, and that's and that's profit. That's pure profit yeah. in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the revenue for the shop is going to be much higher. Mm-hmm. Like, there, if you, if it was just, like, like gross revenue, they're probably upwards of 100K. But, um, but yeah, just pure profit in the pocket. Let's just say 50,000 in the past five years, 10 grand a year. For a couple hours a week, that's not that's bad, fire. dude. That's, that's pretty good. It sure beats driving an Uber. I'll tell you that. It does. It sure, sure beats driving a freaking. And there's Uber. less risk, right? Less risk, less stress. You mm-hmm. get to stay home. You don't have to drive drunk people around. Yeah. Although <laughs> <laughs> you get you get some good stories. <laughs> I'm, yeah, right. my my cousin, he's uh-huh. like writing a he's like legit writing a book oh. about his his Uber stories. No way. Yeah, dude. That's a good he, idea. Actually. He shares some of them on his Instagram, and I'm just like, dude, that is so freaking wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's it's a trip, and I would much rather do mugs a couple hours. I, I'm gonna I, just after like analyzing this shop. Yeah. Like I want to go start a mug business. Yeah. And just put it on that and just just see what happens. So we'll see, maybe. Right as a test. Yeah, I mean, we could even do that heck? for like a uh, like a live episode. Yeah, but then the money we'll just keep it and uh, go to Disneyland. I'm down, <laughs> dude. I like Disney, dude. <laughs> hey, ten grand, 
That's a that's a dope vacation. It is. That's a year, right? That's yeah, a year. A year. Oh, so like, oh, that is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like, yeah. So like so even if you're, you're running your side hustle, uh-huh. an extra ten grand a year, pure profit. Like, mm-hmm. dude, that is a dope vacation. Yeah. Like I could fly my little family out to Disney World, pay for all of our tickets, pay mm-hmm. for our flights, nice hotel, food, all that. Ten grand, easy. Yeah. You know, we could. I. You know, me and my wife could probably do like a little European vacation for ten grand. Mm-hmm. So. Spending an hour or two on mugs a week, it's not bad, dude. It's worth it. Yeah, for sure it's worth it. So yeah. shout out to, to this shop that we are, are, are not naming because we didn't get permission to, to name them. <laughs> uh, maybe, 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 you know what I would actually love to do? I, I want to track this person down and if they're willing to share numbers, I would love to talk about that on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah. I, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast or if you're watching right now, you have an Etsy shop, you have a couple thousand sales and you, you're down to talk numbers, hit me up. Please, Jared at HeatPressNation.com. I would love to talk to you on the podcast. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, any oh, I before we let you go. Yeah, I gotta ask, man. What's hot? What's hot? What's coming up hot this spring? What's let the people know. Ooh, so I know we talked about like graphic tees uh-huh. a while back, but honestly, like I think those are falling off. You think graphic tees are going bye bye so. now? Okay. Like I've I've seen a lot of people wear like more like blank items, just straight like blank, like straight no customization, blanks, more neutral tones. Okay, but I can't make money like that. That's true. What do I got to do? So so you think like if like should I just go subtle. minimal, minimal, subtle? okay, minimal okay. logos, just words, a good font. You know, I think that'll just do the job. Got it. I like linen. Linen is very popular, especially because it's hotter over I gotta here try in the summer. Pressing linen, I haven't tried that yet. Yeah. Well, do you think that'll work? Like if you press. It, vinyl you don't if linen. the weave if the linen has a really loose weave yeah. probably not the best for vinyl okay um but if it's like a tighter tighter weave yeah. it should be okay yeah that should be interesting we should try pressing like linen like, i'm down there's like I'm different materials like acrylic right is also oh acrylic a nice, good one yeah yeah, yeah. What, what you mean like the hard clear acrylic or like like an acrylic hat like an acrylic hat oh no that sucks oh I've really tried it. yeah oh no because acrylic like it melts it has such a low melting temperature uh-huh. So like not it melts, it scorches really, really okay. easy. Yeah, maybe maybe not acrylic. Then okay, yeah, yeah. We can try, we'll, we'll we try linen. Have you ever done linen or no? I haven't. I've done a no. linen. It wasn't. It was like a like a placemat, because it was for like a Thanksgiving episode that we were testing for. Oh okay. okay. So but I haven't done tried to like a linen shirt or anything. So yeah, that, that that could be fun. That could be something we try. Yeah. Okay, super cool. Yeah, for sure. Well, dude, thank you so much again for uh, joining me. We have guest number one here for episode number whatever the heck this is going to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you have any closing words for the people, Mr. Christopher? Closing words. Check out our lives every Tuesday from 1 to 2. Yes. Subscribe to our YouTube. Follow the TikTok and the Instagram. We're almost at, what, 49K? Almost. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. So. Can't wait to yeah. hit 50K on Instagram. Yeah. Of course, we hit 100 on YouTube, which is dope. Mm-hmm. 200 mm-hmm. coming your way. 200 very soon (laughs) yeah cool cool well thanks again christopher everybody thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of customizing culture the heat press nation podcast my name's jared uh my guest christopher today has been awesome and uh, we hope to see you guys around thank you